0: yeah baby do you know do i know what do you know that i'm trans yeah i know that you're a perfectly beautiful woman and you always have been (laughs) is this one of those comments from tiktok again yeah let me say something first off i want to say that trans women are real women they're completely valid in their femininity and um, the fact that people think that just because someone's trans and that if I found out or if anyone found out that their significant other was trans, that would take away or diminish the love that they have for them is just completely disgusting to me. And the fact that people take out their own insecurities and things that they're worried about from their past and try to apply it to this situation is just disgusting. Like just because you're unhappy in life doesn't mean we need to be too.
1: Oh, preach it, preach it! Yeah, nothing like uh, nothing better than having a girlfriend that you can do a uh, little Jedi sword fighting with in the middle of the night. Uh, that keeps things entertaining. Uh, well, maybe she's post op. Maybe she's post op and has a little silly putty hole that he can jam his dick in. Who cares? But they're happy. Be happy for them. Uh, that's what's that's what's going on. Okay, so let's talk about this. Okay, once again. I don't think there's anything as infuriating as when the government comes in and steps in on organizations. I don't care what the nonprofit is when they're trying to feed the homeless, trying to good, do good things for the homeless. And then all of a sudden, the government tries to shut them down. Uh, here's another story. This is a California city, that California city being Santa Ana uh, down there, the land of Disneyland. Uh Uh, Let's see right here. Uh, Micah's Way is a homeless and low-income—well, anyways, it helps homeless and low-income people in the city of Santa Ana, California, southeast of Los Angeles by helping them with getting IDs, mail, and occasionally a hot cup of coffee and a muffin— Uh, The city is threatening fines, saying Micah's Way is violating zoning rules by handing out food and drink in a professional district. Uh, Basically, they're wanting to treat this like a a stray dog. If you feed a stray dog or a stray cat, it's not going to leave your area. And that's what they're doing down there in Santa Ana. They figure if you don't provide food, then you won't be an attraction to the poor and the homeless. And that's why instead of cracking down on the poor and the homeless, they're going after the homeless service providers. And that's according to Ed Connor, an attorney representative. Micah's way. The federal government is weighing in. On Wednesday, the Justice Department filed a statement of interest backing Micah's way, arguing that the distribution of food and drink to homeless and poor as a religious exercise could be a federally protected activity. Hmm. so if you're homeless over there in Santa Ana and you were getting some coffee and some uh, muffins from Micah's way that could be coming in but it seems like the feds are saying hey man that's a that's an act of religious freedom to feed feed the hungry you know Jesus himself said for what for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat but you know what I mean so religious freedom what do you think okay so Um, let's take a little look at this real quick because Target is another company that is uh uh jumping on the bandwagon of uh grooming kids in uh in a way. Let's let's let me get this bigger so we can see this if you're watching on Rumble. Here we go. Look at how ridiculous this is. (laughs)
0: Fucking Target.
1: All right, so those of you that are listening and you're not watching on Rumble, basically it's a t-shirt that uh uh Target is gearing. It's in the. It's on a children's mannequin. So I guess you could say it's geared towards children. Uh, the 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 clothing in question is one T-shirt said trans people exist. One another is a female laying on a bed that says just sitting here, uh, dreaming of women. Well, the funny thing about this is that this organization, and I'm reading this on LGBTQ Nation. All right, so this is definitely uh, not. Uh, Bias by the right. Uh, but the, there's a group of people out there that's called the Gays Against Groomers, and they're saying Target is grooming children with the Pride clothing. Here, let me get my face out of the way real quick. There we go. Um... Anti-LGBTQ plus activist Jamie Michelle, who goes by Gays Against Groomers on social media, is trying to stir up anger about Tiger's uh, Target's pride collection. In a video posted to the group's Twitter account, a camera pans over some mannequins and clothing displayed. A woman's voice says, look at how ridiculous this is. We just watched the video. Um... This is such bullshit. We heard that on the video. The camera then settles upon a shirt showing artistic drawings of unclothed people representing different pronouns, colors, and body types. The shirt, although placed near the younger kids' clothing, is listed on Target's website as an adult T-shirt. It also does not show anything revealing on any of the drawings. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I, I missed this one. If you're on a... Let's see. Oh, it's a shirt. Okay, now we've got the... That's obviously a trans man. I'm looking at this other logo on the shirt that I missed. It's a... It's got just uh, one, two, three, four, five, six caricatures on there. And it says they, he, she, and it's got a bunch of different stuff going on. Okay, this one up in the top left, that's definitely a militant lesbian. And down here in the green, we definitely have a transgender, hairy-legged, shaved head uh, with earrings, transgender figure. We have a figure in a wheelchair uh they and then we have a purple figure uh okay all right all right uh once again once again you know here we go with a company that is um obviously has a lot of people looking into what they do and the products that they sell and target is deciding that they want to uh poke the bear poke the bear and start putting out some of this uh t-shirts catering to the trans philosophy they're saying it was for adults, but they did have it on a child's mannequin in the store or a young adult. Is this gonna get the same backlash as Bud Light? Is it going to get the same backlash as bud light i I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think bud light it was a it was a trifecta of things that was going on. I think you had. Uh, a a different demographic of of customers and it was a definitely demographic of customers where if i'm having a beer and my buddy's next to me is having a bud light you know we're gonna be like hey what's up faggot you know what i mean it it, it was more of a of, of a blue collar um um clientele for bud light and i think it just it just happened to trip the all the right buttons that caused this big boycott that is really bringing bud light to its knees this here You've got a bunch of Karens that go to Target. I don't think they're willing to give up Target to go to Walmart. I think we might see a little bit of an uprising. I think we might see a little bit of a boycott. But I don't think it'll bring a company to its knees like it did with Bud Light. I just don't think it's going to happen. Because Karens would rather go, even religious Karens, would rather go to Target, uh, grab their Starbucks, and go around and shop and just avoid these uh, few shirts that are in the store. Do I think it's stupid on Target's behalf? 100%. I think they shouldn't even be delving into this. Uh, Leave this to the experts. Uh, leave this to somebody that wants to open an online clothing store that caters to all trans, trans, bi, poly, cis, whatever the fuck, t-shirts, pronoun t-shirts. Leave it to them. Let them make a million dollars off of it. I think Target is risking a lot by doing this, but do I think they're going to be affected by it on the bottom end? No. I think there's going to be some media about this. I think some people are going to complain. But when it's all said and done, uh, Karens, Karen's the type of person that you know shops at Target, uh, they're self-centered assholes. That's why they're always talking to the manager and they're wanting to, you know, get all their shit fixed and they're complaining about what other people are doing. Karens are self-centered assholes, and self-centered assholes are not going to want to cut their target time out of their life. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah, it's in the Daily Mail. It's coming out in a different bunch of different articles. Uh, let's see what they say. Target deserves the Bud Light treatment. Retailer faces backlash for promoting trans-friendly slogans on t-shirts for kids and gender-neutral clothing in its pride collection. Um, yeah. I think it's got much ado about nothing. There's that one t-shirt. If you're watching on Rumble, trans people will always exist. Blah, 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 blah. Target. Target. But they're poking the bear. They're poking the bear for sure. And another company that's deciding to poke the bear is uh, Starbucks. And there's a hashtag boycott Starbucks going around coffee giant's new ad on transgender inclusivity sparks debate. I mean, why it's so fucking trendy right now. Like everybody has to be on the trans trend. I need to I need to get back forth in contact with billy uh billy the drag queen the conservative drag queen and make him do a promo for me so i can get some transgender uh action on this whole fad but anyways a new starbucks advertisement promoting transgender rights has caught the attention of social media users in india with some people calling for the boycott of the coffee giant over the message behind the campaign starbucks released the advertisement on may 10th with the tagline it starts with your name honestly it starts with your name. Uh, I am assuming they're they're talking about the name on the coffee cup when you go into Starbucks. Um, but I'm pretty sure it starts with the dick between your legs. But I could be wrong. The ad showed a transgender woman meeting her father after several years to reconcile their relation at a Starbucks outlet. Named Arpit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm reading this article. Let me get my face out of the way so you guys can read this with me. Hold on. Hold on. Named Arpit. It's just it's just missing an M to be Armpit. Named Arpit by her parents at the time of birth, the woman now ad- identifies as Arpita. <laughs> what a fucked up name. While her mother extended support to her through the transformation, the father was yet to accept her new identity. The father then orders three coffees at Starbucks under the name Arpita in a pleasant surprise for the daughter, indicating the man had accepted her new identity. Oh. How touching, how touching. Your name defines who you are, whether it's Arpit or Arpita. At Starbucks, we love and accept you for who you are because being yourself means everything to us. That was according to Starbucks India. They tweeted that with the hashtag, it starts with your name. Oh, oh, heart-touching, heart-touching story, heart-touching story. I, I just... It's just, it's, it's just, it's just too much. It's too much, too much, too much. All right. DeSantis. Okay. DeSantis is making waves. Once again, let me pull this up. DeSantis. New law. Doctors can't deny treatment for unvaccinated patients, but can refuse LGBTQ ones. Okay. Let's break this down. This is from alter.net, uh, alternate, alternate doc, <laughs> Anyways. Uh, In Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' free state of Florida, as of July 1st, it will be illegal for physicians and other medical professionals to refuse to treat unvaccinated patients. It will be illegal to mandate vaccines. It will be illegal to mandate the wearing of masks. It will be illegal to require a vaccine passport. But also in Ron DeSantis' free state of California, it will be legal... You know, I, I was saying illegal, but it will be legal for a physician or other medical professional to refuse to treat a patient who is LGBTQ for a specific health care service if it violates their conscience. And legal for insurance companies to refuse to cover patients who are LGBTQ for a specific health care service, again, if it violates their conscience. Oh, talking about a loophole. Who's going to be the first insurance company that's going to say, uh, yeah, we're not covering your hormone blockers anymore because it goes against our conscience. What insurance company remotely has a conscience to begin with? The only conscience that they're going to act on is the conscience of that we need to cut some money and this cutting dicks off shit is getting really expensive for us, so we're going to consciously decide that we're not going to cover that so we can keep the money in our pockets. That's what I think the conscience of the insurance companies is going to be. Now, the doctors, on the other hand, um doctors can now they can just say, yeah, that goes against my conscience, it goes against my religious beliefs. I'm not gonna treat your LGBTQ AI plus child, I'm not going to uh whatever. I don't like your ultra short green hair, Miss Lesbo, and I don't have to treat you. It goes against my conscience. You look hideous, and that's consciously offensive to me. For whatever reason for whatever reason. Now, is that right? I don't know. I mean, on the one hand of things, I believe that any, any business owner, uh, has the right to, to serve and treat whoever they wish. Okay. Um, at the same time, I believe if doctors start coming out and refusing to treat their gay patients or their, you know, what, lesbianist patients, um, I believe they're going to have a backlash. I believe they will be boycotted on a personal level. But you know what? That's the personal decisions that they make. Do I believe that they should have the right to do so? Yes. Do I think it's right to do so? No. But this is a free country. And I think doctors, I, I, I bet you're not going to see too many cases of doctors actually refusing to treat patients. Um, I bet the bigger turn here is going to be the insurance that can opt out of paying for things that they find uh, more, morally objective to their company's bottom line. Uh, financial decisions. I mean we we did a show the other day where we were talking about a uh, um the, the the hormone blocker shot costs $10,000, right? And that's being prescribed to these prepubescent kids, right? Hormone blockers uh, to to delay puberty. Well, $10,000 is a lot of money. And who's paying for that? The insurance company. So all of a sudden, there's, is our insurance company is going to take the moral high ground, high ground and claim to say, we're against this. We're no longer going to pay for these $10,000 hormone blocker shots. I think some will. I think some will, but it won't be for a moral obligation. It'll be completely for financial, uh, you know, financial means. Financial means. Okay, what else we got here? Okay, so a brewery, brewery, a brewery, uh, renames its Whiteface beer after customers said it sounded racist, racist, racist. Name was taken from a medieval poem called The Names of the Hair. Whiteface, Whiteface. A brewery has changed the name of its hair-inspired Whiteface beer after customers said it sounded a bit racist. Yeah, anything with a color on it uh, today sounds racist, right? North Norfolk-based Moongazer Ale took the names of several of its beers, including Whiteface, from a medieval poem called The Names of the Hare. But as it began to sell its drinks further, further, some people did not know of the name's origins. In a statement on the brewery's website, owner David Holliday said, this sometimes gave rise to the feeling that there was an undercurrent of discriminatory language. And the owner also said beer should do one simple thing, that is to bring pleasure. So if the beer, or more accurately, its name was moving away from that, however small, for us it was time for a change so uh your white face beer is going to be collectibles because it's going to be no longer from moon gazer norfolk brew house craft white face you know they could have stuck to their guns they could have stuck to their guns but you know honestly if it was my company yeah do they have the right to name their beer uh white face yes even if it was completely 100 racial uh they have the right to name their beer white face uh, but me, if it was my business and trying not to rock the boat, not take sides and not do anything like that, I probably would have thought of a different name than fucking whiteface. Uh uh-uh- uh, uh. Well, Trump, uh, according to CNN, according to CNN, um, its town hall got lower ratings than Biden's. Uh-oh, uh-oh. People aren't tuning. Maybe it's because the conservatives weren't watching CNN, maybe because CNN decided not to advertise the upcoming town hall uh, as much. Uh, I think conservatives as a whole don't really turn into CNN, but CNN's town hall with ex-president Donald Trump delivered strong ratings, but not as strong as President Joe Biden's past CNN town halls or Trump's own past Fox News events. Caitlin Collins moderated a CNN town hall at St. Anselm College in New Hampshire on Wednesday uh, that devolved into a chaotic spectacle of attacks, falsehoods and abuse that sparked a barrage of criticism and re- recriminations at the network. And uh, Trump's four solid minutes of verbal assault on E. Jean Carroll, whom a jury says Trump sexually abused prompted Carroll to say she may sue Trump again. Okay. So it was a shit show. I don't know how I missed this, um, but I really want to go back on YouTube and check this out and see what kind of a shit show Trump is starting now. Uh, Believe me, I I, I would not be surprised at all with the shenanigans that Mr. Trump would uh, do on a town hall meeting, but that the ratings aren't there. Ratings aren't there. Not as good as Biden's. Are we in trouble? Nah, I think it's just because it was on uh, CNN. You know what I mean? all right in uh, uh uh news in florida where where you know the, the 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 technical armpit or ball sack of the country um there's a substitute teacher down there and the substitute teacher has been arrested for letting a seventh grader hit her vape pin hmm Hmm, 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 hmm. A Florida substitute teacher is facing child abuse charges after police say she let a 7th grader hit her vape pen. Jennifer Hale, who is 50, of Lake County, overheard a conversation about a student wanting to try a vape pen. That's when the middle school substitute had the bright idea, bright idea, of letting him try hers. Hale reportedly told the student not to tell anyone, because it's going to be her little secret, because she didn't want to get in trouble. Unfortunately for Hale, another student told. The following day, school principal Michael Spencer confronted Hale about the incident where she admitted she let the student hit her nicotine vape pen because she was just trying to fit in, trying to fit in, trying to, trying to fit in with a fucking seventh grader. You freaking moron. I, I trying to fit in. This is the same teacher that after, after hitting the vape pen, she would have been hitting his dick. I guarantee you. Uh, let's get a picture of this. Uh, I, I had a picture. Where did it go? Uh, because she was a stunner. Well, let me just say that she was a stunner and i'm being 100 uh, percent sarcastic when i say stunner let's see if i refresh this if i can bring up her picture no it's gone i had it hold on i have it over here in my notes i know there's a picture in my notes for those of you that are rumble this is why you get the extended show well let me try and bring up the picture of this stunner hold on where's my notes there we go notes 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 it was this lady right here right here oh let me get it in my face all the way right here. there you go there you go this stunner right here with this uh oh my god Hideous, hideous. You know, she was trying to get some seventh grade dick. It all starts with the vape pen, but she was trying to get some seventh grade dick. I mean, you can see it in her eyes that she's, I don't know. She's got oh, nothing says Florida more than that face right there. Nothing says Florida more than that face. I can tell you that. Ugh, gross, 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 gross. I mean, who in the right mind? You're a teacher and you let a student hit your vape pen just because you overheard them talking about it? You mo- fucking moron. Fucking moron. Whatever. Uh radicals are out in force again because Beyoncé is accused of worshipping the devil on first night of her Renaissance tour. Oh, Beyoncé has sparked devil-worshipping rumors after kicking off the first date of her solo headline tour. On Wednesday, May 1st, the legendary musical artist performed at Stockholm Friends Arena for the opening night of her highly anticipated Renaissance World Tour. The tour is for her seventh solo album, which is a commendation of to decades of black queer dance music. Oh yeah, it's got to get that black queer dance music in there. Uh, the record peaked at number one last summer, and the single "Break My Soul" became her first solo number one hit since 2008. Oh, uh, so what did she do with the devil, huh? The set at the live performance featured her well-known songs such as "Crazy in Love," "Diva," "Sweet Dreams," "Love on Top," "Run the World," and "Drunk in Love," alongside tracks from her 2022 album. While members of the Beehive, the fan base. Beyoncé. We're excited about the singer's first solo concert in 7 years. Her last tour was in 2008 with her husband Jay-Z. Okay. Other users accused her of showing of displaying satanic and demonic messages. Oh my goodness. Not Beyoncé. Not Beyoncé. One person quoted a video of Beyoncé performing heated in a bejeweled bodysuit with handprints and wrote, "They talked about oozy satanic, they talked about" They talked about Uzi's satanic outfit. Let's get hers. Black demon hands literally wrapped around her body, feet, red nails on black gloves, like insidious. And speaking riddles nobody understands but her. Okay. All right, Karen. (laughs) I don't know if that really qualifies as worshiping the devil. But, you know, um, the accusations are out there. Hmm. Nevertheless, there were plenty of people who were enchanted by Beyoncé's performance at the 50,000 Capacity Arena, especially her homage to the LGBTQIA community. One delighted fan commented, do you know how affirming this is coming from the greatest artist of all time? Beyoncé was quintessential to my childhood as a queer child, and to see her celebrate queerness loudly is just amazing. Amazing all right let's check out a little clip from this thing all right if you're ever watching on rumble you can see this we're going to just do a little clip from uh (laughs) oh completely satanic 100 i changed my mind All right, for those of you that are listening online and not watching the rumble video, uh, that was Beyonce flying over the audience on a stallion of some kind. Uh, well, let's skip that story. That looks lame. That one looks lame. Uh, flight attendants, flight attendants are uh, claiming some. To me, this seems like some. Uh, first of all, this is articles from the Mirror, so it's you know it's probably not probably not too legit. Anyways. But a flight attendant that is uh, obviously a germaphobe is saying that wearing shorts on a plane is dirty and must be avoided at all costs, according to a flight attendant. While it may seem like a good idea to don a pair of knee-high length or perhaps something a little more daring uh, so you're ready to embrace the warm weather as soon as you land, there's another side to consider. And so this germaphobe is saying, according to cabin crew member Tommy Simato, Putting on a pair of shorts before boarding a flight guarantees you little more than a one-way ticket to Bacteriaville. The flight attendant compared leaning your head on the window with wearing shorts. He explained, do not fall asleep or lean your head on the window. You are not the only one that has done that. And you don't know how many people or children have wiped their hands or other things all over that window. It's the same thing as the window. You never know how clean it's going to be. So if you have pants, you're going to have less germs. Uh, so anyways, who, who cares? But this uh, this flamboyantly outrageous flight attendant is just saying uh, if you wear shorts on a plane, uh, you're just rubbing your your, your your legs and your thighs into bacteria. I mean, I don't think anybody believes that a plane is actually that clean, right? Okay, uh, let's watch this because a California grocery clerk yeah, he claims to be a little autistic and he's fired after being assaulted three times. If you're watching on Rumble, that's another little video treat for you. Here we go.
2: 23-year-old Austin Sherrill worked as a courtesy clerk at this Vaughn's grocery store. And he epitomized, as you might be able to tell, the word courtesy. But the world has not been so courteous to him. At least, not so far in 2023. Meet Austin Sherrill, assaulted three times in less than three months at his job at a local supermarket. Then, terminated by his employer. Oh, no. It not have happened to a nicer guy.
0: You know, not to do my own horn, a lot of people say
2: that they, they've liked me. A lot of people are like, oh, we, we like that. I've, like, I like I hear it. I hear it all the time. Cheryl had worked at the Vons on Stockdale Highway just west of California Avenue for a little under three years, bagging groceries, collecting shopping carts, and dealing with trash.
0: My biggest problem, what I have is, and I'm mildly autistic. I, I have a hard time processing things.
2: So he didn't need this little run of luck. It started the evening of January 19th at the dumpster behind the store.
0: I'm taking out the trash. Two people are stealing. They go out the so
2: they go out the side. Suddenly, without provocation, the shoplifter punched him in the face. The assailant's companion then pepper sprayed him.
0: I'm bleeding and I I'm like I get away and I run back inside.
2: By the time Bakersfield police arrived, the couple had escaped. Two months later. The evening of March 17th, a near identical incident at the same dumpster. This time, though, it could have been worse, much worse, if not for the roll of trash bags he had tucked into the pocket of his work apron.
0: Lo and behold, this guy's lunging at me with a knife and it goes into the trash bags. Unbelievable. First incident didn't shook me up too much, but this second incident, like, you know, when you or close to death, I'm the most (laughs) shook I've ever been in my entire life. The most scared I've
2: ever been in my entire life. Again, by the time police arrived, the assailant was gone. Then, April 1st, two female customers told Cheryl they were being harassed by a man in the store, possibly under the influence. Cheryl summoned his manager and a store security guard, who, according to Cheryl, stood by watching as the alleged assailant turned on Cheryl.
0: He gets in my face, he's cussing me out, he's threatening my life, uh, and I back away, he comes back in my face, I back away again, he comes back, the third time I push him off of me.
2: Eventually Cheryl, shell-shocked by this series of events, applied for workers' compensation. He was asked to take time off and when he returned, his hours had been cut, then he was terminated. Cheryl says he has no desire to return to Vaughn's, but he does miss some of his favorite customers <laughs> for the customers who
0: um, Who would recognize me who are seeing this? Uh, i like to say uh, it was it's been really nice meeting uh, such great people Oh, God In Southwest don't Berkshire, do it
2: Robert price 17 news
1: <laughs> i can't believe that's a hell i do story the guy was assaulted three times okay no, no all laughing aside uh, he got only you know, filed a workman's comp i mean for what he, he pushed the guy the guy all of a sudden he files a workman's comp i don't know i just thought mordor over there or whatever the fu- what was that big fucking oaf from lord of the rings that couldn't speak english that kind of kind of reminds me of i don't know Uh well you know on. We got to wrap this up. Uh, Bill Gates daughter's complaining, uh, about all the memes she gets. Uh, that's her with her Bill Gates daughter, Phoebe slams critics saying she's done being memed for being in an interracial relationship. Uh, the only unfortunate thing about this article is they didn't include any of the memes. Uh, so that is a bullshit article, which we are going to go right past. Oh, Oh, Washington times is reporting that pregnant trans people could face chronic health problems. Oh, what could that be? Transgender people who give birth are likelier than mothers who identify with their biological sex to have chronic health problems like anxiety and depression. Oh, shocker that a trans person suffers from anxiety and depression. I think that's a broad scope reality that we've already come to. It comes in kids. It comes in adults. Anybody that's trans, uh, suicide rates are high. Anxiety and depression is high. Anyway, seven researchers published a study Thursday in the Journal of the American Medical Association examining the records of 256 trans people and 1,255,942 cisgender women in the medical database who delivered child between 2014 and 2018. They also looked at the commercial insurance records of 1,651 trans people and 1,465,565 cisgender women over the same period. The study found that patients coded for gender dysphoria, yeah, medically, gender dysphoria, the international medical designation used for women who identify as transgender men, non-binary or gender fluid. Anyways, this group of people were likelier were more likelier than others in both databases to report respiratory illness, anxiety, depression at the time they gave birth. Uh, So just heads up, if you're trans and you're having a baby, uh, it could be a little uh, 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 depressing. Depressing. Depressing, yeah. Depressing, that's the word for it. Uh, Elon Musk confirms who he's appointed as a new Twitter CEO. After months of speculation, the wait is finally over as Twitter appoints a new CEO. Uh, this announcement came on May 12th. Elon Musk told users that Linda Yasarino will be taking over the high-profile high pro, high role. Uh, this is despite the billionaire previously joking that we'd only step down if he found someone foolish enough to take it on. Uh, let's see. Who is she? Who is she? Um, she'll be starting in six weeks. Okay. Uh, Having broken the Internet, he wished the former head of advertising all the best wishes in her new role. So I guess she was the head of advertising for Twitter, despite the Tesla founder and owner only taking on the role in October of last year after a chaotic takeover of the Twitter brand, which saw Musk back out before being forced to become the new owner. Um, Yeah, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. But anyways, the new person is Linda Yasarino. Uh, she was the chairman at NBCU, board director, global leader, marketer, philanthropist, public speaker. So she she comes from NBC Universal. That's where she's coming from. Okay, uh, the six year old currently chairs a WEF task force. I have no idea what WEF means, which focuses on the future of work and developed a pro vaccine program during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, one critic of this is the very outspoken James Wood, who has previously been banned from Twitter after he shared misleading information about the U S voting system, allegedly venting his frustration at the news. He shared Yasirino's LinkedIn profile and point pointed pointedly wrote, Oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. I wonder how they got to him shadow banning anyways. Ugh. uh, so that's the new person of CEO, uh, CEO of Twitter. I'm sure we're going to get more information on her. What's her name again? I already forgot it. It's Linda Yacarino. Yass- y- Yacarino. Who cares? Who cares? I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's <laughs> conjoined twins. You know what that is? You know, Siamese twins. I don't think you can say Siamese anymore, but conjoined twins. Uh, talking about how how they uh, how they deal with their their twin sex life. Uh, we got to take a listen to this.
2: Thirty
0: years later. Would
2: you have been separated? Would we be separated? Absolutely not. My theory is, why fix what is not broken?
1: You once said to me, Laurie, that you... Well, I think you're broken.
0: ...many dreams and you are somebody that could easily get married and have children. Yes, eventually I would love to have myself a family. A husband and children to, <laughs> of mine.
2: Reba, would you be able to share that intimacy? That intimacy of her... And her husband. Well, he would be like a brother-in-law to me. That is it. They can do whatever they do, and I'll act like... I'm not even there.
0: <laughs> I, walk out. I have shared oh, intimacy before. True. I mean, I'm not...
2: I wouldn't well, want to would put that on TV. I'm not a
0: virgin. <laughs> Excuse me. I just want to meet
1: the guy that's saying, uh, Oh, hey, um, who's that hanging onto your head right there? Um... Yeah, no, I'm down. That, that's just like some weird fantasy shit, right? Like some guy's just hooking up with this for... And I don't know what kind of weirdo would have that fantasy, but uh, I hate to down talk to the conjoined twins, but talking about weird. Do you put up a curtain? Do you put up a curtain? Do you just put a pillow over the other face? If you suffocate one, does the other one suffocate too? Uh, talking about weird. Are you allowed to touch the second one? There's a lot of questions that come in to conjoined consensual sex. Well, hey, that's another question. Does the other twin... That is not sexually active with your partner. Do they have to be consent? Consent. I don't know. Just mind blown. It's just something stupid I ran across. I found it kind of entertaining. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Comedian getting heckled for talking about um, uh, Dylan, Dylan. Dylan, whatever. Dylan, Bud Light Dylan. Let's just call him Bud Light Dylan. That's what I know him. Let's check. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 360. 360.
2: What? Like? Why has it been a year? Girlhood and still no
0: tits. That's that's day one, okay? If I'm transitioning to a dude, day one I'm getting a cock, and not just I'm getting the biggest one you can find. Like go into the back room, get me something black, okay? I have something to prove here. Why no tits for Dylan? I don't understand. I, cause, he's man. Cause he's a man Yeah he can go tomorrow Uh oh Uh oh We have one of those I figured No it's all good We can all have different beliefs It's okay Some of us can believe in reality And some of us can't This is, like, this is America We
2: should
0: have different beliefs It's all good It's all good married when bisexuals bisexual didn't have as many labels. It was just like oh, you're not bisexual, you're just fun at parties. <laughs> She's
2: just a good time. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, just like the real prince and I've let in some people. Oh,
1: and that's when the table of lesbians started leaving the whole event. Uh, they're definitely, I don't know how to uh, confirm that they're lesbians, but it definitely looks like a Definitely looks like lesbians. Anyways, uh, just stupid shit in the news. A comedian talking about Dylan Mulvaney not having tits after a year and pissing the table full of lesbians off and them leaving. Who cares? Furious hecklers. Okay, last story. Disney formally warns investors about DeSantis threatening future retaliatory actions against the company. In a recently filed form with the SEC, the Walt Disney Company has added a caveat to its quarterly earnings report following retaliatory action from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and a rubber stamp legislature. Disney has added Florida to a list of legal threats to the company's operation. Florida joins a list of international political trade and security policy threats like the ongoing actions by Russia. Uh, threats to Hong Kong by China and the ins- instability of France. Anyways, uh, the, they've got the dueling lawsuits going on. Basically, in a nutshell, uh, Disney just told all of its investors that, hey, you know, we, we might have some unforeseen shit coming from DeSantis because they're out to get us. And that's pretty much it. We all knew that. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Underland. I've been going too long, and I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Um,
2: yeah, that's all. I'll talk to you later. See you. Bye.